It is Tuesday, April 7th, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Uh, lots of virtual dirt racing stuff to get you today. Recap a couple races and get you prepared for a couple more races happening tonight. Uh, starting off, it was an epic race last night for the World of Outlaws Late Model uh, Our Racing Invitational at Knoxville. If you didn't get a chance to watch, definitely go back and find those highlights. 49 cars signed in for qualifying. Mike McKinney picked up where he left off. He grabbed a quick time over Corey Gordon and Caden Cornell. Top 10 and qualifying were separated by a single tenth of a second. So super tight field. Night five, or this night saw five heat races with the top three qualifying for the feature again. The heats were won by Mike McKinney, Logan Seavey, Caden Cornell, Bobby Pierce, and Nick Stroop. Mike Spatola, Justin Allgaier, Kyle Strickler, and Scott Bloomquist transferred from the D to the C. Matty Watkins, Nick Hoffman, Chris Martin, and Matt Cosner transferred from the C to the B. And Ashton Winger, Matt Shannon, Kyle Hardy, and Tyler Clem transferred from the B to the feature. Through the early part of the night, racing was pretty good. Um, you know, nothing super to write home about, but uh, but decent. Um, and then, you know, once we kind of got into the feature, uh, it, it really kind of jumped off. For, for most of the event, drivers were three wide, swapping positions, throwing sliders, ton of action. Uh, Mike McKinney was out front for most of the race, but Caden Cornell was was basically right on his tail the whole time. Um, with only a few laps left, you could really throw a blanket over the top three. Um, Logan CV kind of jumped in on the fray there. Um, McKinney and Cornell traded sliders, uh, pretty big sliders, coming to the white flag uh, or over the final couple of laps. And then um, coming to the white flag, McKinney threw a slider and didn't quite clear Cornell, uh, which led to some contact between the two. And that let CV by for the lead. Uh, CV led the final two laps and picked up the $1,000 win in the rocket number one. Cornell ended up second. McKinney was third. Kyle Larson fourth. And Ricky Thornton was fifth. Christopher Heil was the hard charger. He drove from 20th up to eighth. Um, if you didn't watch, if you haven't seen the highlights, go find those. They're on the World of Outlaws YouTube page. Uh, pretty, pretty great finish and, and, and great race all the way around, you know, racing all the way through the pack. Uh, only a couple of cautions, not a ton of crashing. Uh, it really was good from start to finish. Uh, the late models will be back in action Wednesday night uh, on live on Fox Sports 1 as part of the World of Outlaws race that night. Uh, that includes the Sprint Car Series. Following the uh, late model race, the iRacing World of Outlaws Sprint Car World Championship took to the Fairbury Speedway for their third race of the season. The Summelman brothers took the top two spots in qualifying with Dylan going quick time over Austin. Uh, the four heats were won by Dylan Summelman, Austin Summelman, Blake Cannon, and Braden Eiler. Tyler Ducharme and Mike Keegan transferred into the feature from the first B main, and Cole Cabray and last week's winner James Edens transferred from the second B main. The points that are coming to the night was Cameron Merriman. He had a one-point lead over Alex Bergeron. Uh, and he had yet to finish outside the top five in a feature, but he missed the show last night, finishing two spots outside the transfer in his uh, second B main. Uh, that meant we would have a new points leader at the end of the night. The racing up to the feature had been an absolute slugfest. Guys really beating and banging for positions. Uh, the kind of tight confines of Fairbury. There's kind of it, it looked like early on everybody was on the fence, and then everybody decided to go to the bottom, and then from that point on everybody was kind of scattered all over the racetrack. Um, and if you don't know about Fairbury. Fairbury, Fairbury right against the banking. There's a or right up against the fence. There's a ton of banking, and then the flat's pretty bottom. Or the the flat is pretty bottom. The bottom's pretty flat, um, and so you kind of get like these interesting lines, and and guys are able to kind of throw big sliders there and. 
Um, but with as narrow as the track is, it's just, you know, anytime you get side by side or, or three wide or things like that, there's going to be contact. And we definitely saw that through the first part of the night. Uh, they did the, they did reset the track this week before the feature. Some in the field thought they shouldn't have, which was kind of the opposite of what happened last week, um, where they did, didn't reset the track and some of the guys thought they should have. Um, on the start, Dylan Semelman drove away from his brother and the field. He did survive a few cautions, but led all 35 laps uh, en route to his first win of the season. His brother, Austin finished second. Blake Cannon was third. Alex Bergeron fourth. And Braden Eiler finished fifth. Bergeron's run from ninth to fourth was good enough to see him jump back into the points lead. He's now got a 14-point lead over Blake Cannon in second. Kendall Tucker is third. Dylan Summelman is up to fourth after his win. And David Heileman is fifth. Uh, the Semmelman brothers, good night for them. I, I know they've had a rough couple of years. They lost their dad a couple of years ago at uh, Beaver Dam and uh, they mentioned uh, some other family issues in their post-race interview. So good to see them have a good night and obviously all of the other things that are kind of going on in the world. Uh, Fairbury, though, was another fun feature watch. The beating, the banging, um, you know, the the massive th sliders, guys going from that bottom groove uh, all the way to the fence to throw those sliders at each other. Uh, next Monday night, the series heads to Knoxville Raceway for week number four. You can tune in free at 9 p.m. Eastern on iRacing.com slash live or twitch.com slash iRacing. I know that's like one of the things that's, I think, neat about the virtual racing and, and you know, I think one of the bigger criticisms about the virtual racing is that there aren't really those physical consequences. Um, but I think because of that, you end up seeing guys, I think you end up seeing some actually really great racing because, you know, there, there's obviously consequences for those things. If, if you crash, you take yourself out of the race, but there's not physical consequences. Um, and because of that, guys are, are definitely more apt to throw those big sliders at each other. And I think it makes for really exciting action. And, and there's a lot more contact and, and things like that, which uh, make for really exciting racing. So um, it, it's one of the things that I've enjoyed so far uh, about tuning into all of these races. And, and I think we'll probably see more of that in the coming weeks. Looking ahead to tonight, two more shows uh, on iRacing available to watch. The At 7 p.m. Eastern tonight, uh, the World of Outlaws will host their Sprint Car Invitational live from Knoxville Raceway on Dirt Vision. Last time out for the Sprint Cars, Christopher Bell won at the Dirt Track at Charlotte on Fox Sports 1. The previous two shows were won by Jock Goodyear and Logan Seavey. A full field of Sprint Cars will battle for $1,000 again tonight. Uh, we'll have the full rundown on that tomorrow on the show. It'll be interesting to see what that field looks like. Um, you know, we've had kind of that 40 to 50 cars showing up for these. And because of the race that's also happening tonight at 7 o'clock, I think you're going to see some of those guys uh, that we've seen, the Logan Seavies and, and, you know, Chase Briscoes and some of those other guys that have been in this race are probably not going to participate because of the other show tonight. Um, so it'll be interesting to see who fills out that field. We will certainly be on top of all of that action tomorrow on the show. Uh, but like I mentioned, also at 7 p.m., the 13th annual Schaefer's Oil Spring Fling gets underway tonight. You can watch for free over at Dirt on Dirt's Facebook page. 180 late model drivers will battle over the next three nights for $14,000 in purse money. The winner on Thursday night gets $4,000. Each driver signed up. It was a $50 entry fee to, to get in um, and then obviously battling for the big money. The field of drivers is kind of a mix of guys from real-life racing and iRacing. Um, guys like Bobby Pierce, Brandon Shepard, Chase Briscoe, Kevin Swindell, Logan Seavey, Mike McKinney, uh, late model standout Rusty Schlenk, Blake, and then kind of some iRacing guys like Blake Cannon, Cole Cabray, um, and then even Trent Ivey, who we've seen uh, win the Dervision show over uh, on Fox Sports 1 last week, and a lot more guys, obviously. I, I can't mention everybody here with 180 drivers. 
drivers on that list. But the drivers will race on the dirt track at Charlotte tonight. The first two nights will be split between three server groups. Basically, that 180 drivers are split into three groups because you can only put so many uh, basically on the track at the same time in an iRacing server. Night one will effectively be three full programs. Uh, you know, qualifying through heat races into features. Um, the top three finishers in each of the three mains will transfer to the 100 lap feature on night three. Drivers fourth through 15th on night one can either transfer to a night three LCQ or decide to run night two. Night two will again be the same format as night one was with three full programs, again with the top three in each feature transferring to Thursday's feature. Drivers in fourth through 15th qualify for the night three last chance qualifiers. And then into night three, the three last chance qualifiers are 30 laps. They uh, all start 24 cars and the top two from each LCQ transfer then into the feature. From there, the full field will race 100 laps. Winner gets $4,000. The race pays $100 to start, so pretty good money uh, for these guys. Dylan Fox won last year's Spring Fling. He pocketed $3,000, so money this year is up uh, for those competitors. All three nights, like I said, will be broadcast free at facebook.com slash dirt on dirt. Uh, ben Shelton, Tommy Rowe Jr., Chase Rodman, and Nick Robbins will be on the call. Uh, if you watch, you might even see a dirt tracker mentioned in the podcast. I'll have some more details on that uh, either later today on social media or uh, tomorrow on the show. I'll talk about it, uh, the dirt tracker involvement with the Schaefer's Oil Spring Fling. Um, I'll also have a full recap on the night's action um, and get you up to speed on who is transferred into the night three uh, action on Thursday, but we'll talk about all of that stuff tomorrow. Uh, back to kind of some real life racing. If you're interested in things like tire rules, uh, I, I know obviously the competitors are going to be interested in an announcement like this, but sometimes the fans are interested in this stuff too. But the Wild West Shootout announced yesterday they are adjusting their tire selections for the 2021 event. They will now utilize Hoosier 1350s on all four corners with Hoosier LM40 or WRS2 as right rear options. Uh, race officials hope this will kind of lead to some better racing uh, through the, the kind of whatever week and a half, two weeks down there, and then also be a cost savings for the team. Uh, they kind of figured out that a lot of the teams are actually buying tires just specifically for that event, and, and they they made the switch because a lot of these guys already have these tires uh, on their trailers, and then if they don't end up using them, they can use them at other racetracks through the course of the season. Uh, so new tire rules for the Wild West shootout. Uh, that's the show for today. Not much else going on. Um, and, and I shouldn't say not much else going on. There's a ton of stuff going on uh, if you're kind of looking in the right places. But uh, in, in terms of actual racing, not a whole lot uh, to talk about right now. Um, you know, I mentioned some of the schedule changes and stuff like that yesterday. Um, and this announcement from the Wild West Shootout today. Um, as those announcements and things like that uh, continue going forward, we'll obviously keep you up to uh, speed on all of that stuff that's going on. Uh, appreciate everybody tuning in uh, to the show today. You can find Dirt Tracker daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe, leave me a review, tell your friends. You can also watch the show on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, you can also subscribe to the show on YouTube uh, if you would like. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com. I check that every single day. You can follow along at facebook.com slash dirt tracker, twitter.com slash dirt tracker, and the website dirttracker.com. That's D I R T R A C K R.com. Kind of a strange spelling. Uh, twitter.com, uh, or you can follow me on Twitter also at Justin underscore feeder. Um, you can sign up for the Dirt Tracker weekly newsletter on the site right now. Uh, thanks again for tuning in. We will see everybody tomorrow with a full recap of tonight's action on Dirt Tracker Daily. Mm -hmm.